The Frame Center Podcast. Welcome to the Frame Center Podcast. Uh, so today we're down, Scott. He wasn't able to make it, but me and Elizabeth have decided we're going to push on without him. And we are lucky enough to have uh, a staple in the South Shore art community in with us today, Jody Regan. And hey. Jody, thank you for coming in. Thanks oh, for joining me. I'm super excited you asked me. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> well, my pleasure. Um, me and Jody, we kind of have a, we've gone to go a ways back as far as framing in framing her paintings. But, you know, we were on the board at North River together. That was uh, an adventure. You're still pretty involved at, at um, North River? I'm involved uh, as part of the festival. So um, I've, ch- Mary Karn and I have chaired the um the juried art in the yep. in the big building at the festival for those who have been on Memorial Day weekend at North River, um, but I've been off the board. I was trying to think about it today. It's been a while, maybe eight years. Um, I think I was on for maybe fifteen to sixteen years, yep. and you were on there quite a while. Yeah, no, I was, and I think it was shortly. I mean, I think it, the, my kids got to the, the age where it was just like too much. <laughs> at first, it was easy when you know when they were babies, right. but. You know, once they got to the age where we're running around sports, a lot of logistics, it, I, that was why I had to exit. But, you know, me, me this, the Frame Center, we try to stay, well, you know, stay supportive. Well, we st- plus, I still get to hang. you set the show it. and yeah. hang the show. Well, we did, um, now most juried shows are juried online, as mm-hmm. a lot of artists know, and North River does the same. But we used to have a jury day where all the art was brought into the building, and there were three to 400 pieces of art in the building yep. and I ran that day which was an entire day and my principal at the South Shore Charter School where I taught mm-hmm. and Dave's kids had been there too um, she just automatically gave me that Monday off after Mother's yep. Day she said it's on my calendar Jody I know you're not coming yeah <laughs> so that was kind of nice so. yeah so that so you know is Mary is she's is she exiting from the so, uh, so, so from the festival, we're still meeting as a festival committee. Mary, I know, is on the arts committee. So yep. the arts committee over there makes the decisions about the exhibits that North River holds in yep. the Ventress Library and at the Dolphin Gallery up in mm-hmm. Hingham. Yep. So Mary's involved with that. And I know you got a show coming up too with the uh, with North River. We're, we're so, talking about some framing. <laughs> talking yeah. about some framing that's going to need Yikes. to be done for that. <laughs> so we're going to talk. I know about my drawing a day thing. So I have a show uh, at the Hingham Library. It's called the Dolphin Gallery, which is the large wall when you walk in the back entrance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show is going to be about my commitment to making art every day with a drawing. Yep. So I have some serious thoughts on. There'll be a lot more work than I would have in a painting show, mm-hmm. which I think I had a show there ten years ago with maybe. 30 pieces. Yep. Um, this is going to be more pieces than that. So I have very significant ideas about how to make it not look hectic yep. which, um, as you come through the door. So, yes, you and I are going to be talking about uh, <laughs> how to do that yep. uh, reasonably. So the theme of the show is that it revolves around, no, it's a drawing a day. It's not a painting a day. Or uh, is it mixed, mixed so and It's match? fuzzy. So to me, when you're painting, you're also drawing. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, the, sh- the name of the show is Drawn Out, yeah. uh, which is 
I, I mean, should we talk about my drawing a day? Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I mean, I know the streak's going on pretty, it's pretty, pretty long. What are you up to, a thousand plus? Uh, 1,800 something. Oh, well, so we're closing in on 2,000. Yeah, yeah. So I began this in 2017. Um, I was a middle school math teacher for 18 mm -hmm. years and I retired in June. And Congratulations. Um, thank you. So teaching, which is the most fabulous job ever and the hardest job ever, harder mm -hmm. than the software engineering jobs I had, but and I loved it, um, but it was time to move on. It uh, takes a lot of time and energy. So um, I decided to do a drawing every day for the month of October. The You all know the artist Sally Dean. She said, yep. let's do this challenge for the month. Yep. So I set my mind to doing just a drawing every day and posting it. I created an Instagram for that reason. And um, at the end of the month, after 31 days, uh, which I did do every day, I just thought I wasn't finished. So I just kept going. And I don't have a goal, but it's become part of my routine. And I draw something or paint mm -hmm. every day um, between 15 minutes to two and a half hours or something. Yeah. Um, so I haven't missed a day. Yeah. And during, oh, my fifth anniversary is um, this Saturday. Uh, it'll be five years running. That's, that's crazy. It's that's impressive. Time goes fast. So yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> So I, even during that time, I, 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 I had a knee replacement and I did not miss a day. You know, I had like the second surgery of the day. So I was hang, you know, you hang around in the morning waiting till nine o'clock till they wheel you off. So I had time to draw the nurse's station, uh, which is back there. And yeah. so the significance of what the subject matter you do every day, is it just like, I've scrolled through the, you know, Jody paints on Instagram and is that the the main place where you show your your work online or yeah, you have so, a website as well um i have a website they're not all on there jodyregan.com but my instagram is there only for that reason so mm -hmm. the only thing that's on it is the drawing that day mm -hmm. and maybe some process photos that go along with it so instagram and i are fans because uh you can curate it i mean mm -hmm. for those who don't have it a lot yep. of look i'm a little older than you right yep. a lot of people in my generation aren't doing that mm -hmm. i recommend it because it's easy and you get to only look at what you want yeah and so i only see beautiful art every time i open it so um nothing on there is ever political or asking for money or anything yep. it's just a drawing every day and i have a friend in israel who has um, been in touch a couple times saying, I'm really worried when I get up in the morning, it won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I said, hey, I'm a human. You know, we all yeah. expire eventually, yeah. but my plan is to do something every day. And of the 1800 days, I would say there's only been, I, I'm gonna be, uh, let's see, honest. I would say out of the 1800, there have probably only been 15 days where I really was tired, but I did it anyway. Yep. Other than that, it's just part of my day. And is it always, it's, so it's, it's always, it's never like you're, you're, oh, I'm going to paint like a, something from my mind. Is it always a drawing of like something that's happening in your life? Because like, you know, the ones that I have over here, I'm assuming you were at Woody's that day when I you was. decided to, uh, <laughs> when you decided to do that, do those. So is it always like something that's going on? You mentioned that when you were, you had your knee surgery, it was like the nurse's station. So is it like always something that's kind of. Is you know, from can you, life can you see a story of Jody's life as well if you're if you're scrolling through those? Um, uh, there is the story of Jody's life, which but not all of them are live that day. So especially teaching every day, mm -hmm. um, there wasn't always time to do a drawing, and yeah. that, and and I understand where my boundaries are. Mm -hmm. If I had time to do a little drawing in school, mm -hmm. it wasn't going to ever be of any students where anybody yeah. could identify anything. I mean, just so I didn't do that. So 
sometimes in the so how many are done from life with me sitting in the situation mm -hmm. i'll say 45 percent yeah and then the rest maybe i'm hanging in the evening um i, I will google things like pedestrians in Boston mm -hmm. or I've used uh, Google Earth and said I'm gonna go visit Paris and then yep. so I'll be above Paris with Google Earth and looking down oh there's a park and just zoom in and mm -hmm. come down to street level and look around and say oh cool that looks like a fascinating thing to draw no kidding um, so I have done a lot of that and um, so like I said 45% from my life so the books that I carry around with me I use these Moleskine watercolor books which are <clears throat> five by eight inches so when you open them up you have five by sixteen it's very oblong mm -hmm. um, and I'll just start drawing at a restaurant or waiting for the subway or wherever mm -hmm. I am and I don't I draw with a pen every time I don't draw with a pencil because I want every line to mean something yep. and I don't want to erase and get fussy and I don't have a design I just look and I say, where am I going to start? And I start with whatever caught my eye. And then I put the foreground and then I just keep moving. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> the thing is, when people see the posts from those books, it looks like I'm out at pubs all the time, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not. Uh, just yep. those are the ones, you know, if you're out to eat. And I can sit and have my meal and draw away what's going on and converse mm -hmm. with everybody and not have yep. it be um, distracting or take away from the the joy of having a meal with somebody so so these ones so me and elizabeth we're working on something new <clears throat> where you know we're going to start like talking about some of the pieces i'm going to pull something out of the back of this just because i stuck the the card i uh, i have th these two coasters of yours which uh, these are great and that the restaurant i used to live right around the corner oh, from Woody's. Woody's is the best eggplant pizza so it's right there on hemingway yeah near northeastern uh, yeah. and the museum of fine arts for those who need to know <laughs> so apparently this i'm just judging from the card i've had this for a number of years i don't uh, did i date them <clears throat> yeah 2019. 2019 it looks like yeah january january 31st 2019 it was like valentine's day present so jen must have like she snagged them from yeah me. she must have seen them on uh you know on your know, instagram on your you know, in, in in contacted mm -hmm. you about i don't know i don't know what the process was on, <laughs> on how she got them from you what do you have a lot of people reach out to you through instagram like direct messages and just say that that yeah i, I mean, like this one i want it that's that's what how it happens like i said some of them are on my website but i i'm not really in it about the commerce i mean yep. i don't i'm not gonna turn it down yep right um but i the, the sort of i'm not a marketing i'm not about the marketing of it yep. so she definitely reached out to me privately which she did about another one also that was Kane's donuts down in the business oh, yeah, district yeah. her brother is a yeah. big guy Kane's donut guy yeah. so i'm sure that yeah i'm <laughs> she sure loved that one yep so uh. the coasters um i was in some restaurant one time or like or you know our daughter went to northeastern and so we would be in there mm -hmm. at a pub or something and i started drawing on a coaster and i thought this is so fun but coasters are um promotional material so they usually have designs on both sides so i actually bought myself a hundred blank coasters mm -hmm. uh, which those are part of and i would carry them with me okay so i have done a lot of coaster art and i probably have 40 or 50 of them just capturing they're really fun to draw on yeah. i mean their job is to absorb liquid right so yeah. so as soon as you put watercolor on it it sort of sucks it in yeah. and it becomes the colors get very intense 
Um, so I have a bunch of coaster art, which will also be in my show, which you and I will talk about. Yeah. How to do. Yeah. No. So that I mean that that's why I framed them that way, just because I thought they were so interesting on the coasters, and I floated it on that map board and then matted around it, so you could really see that they're a coaster. That, yeah, that looks fabulous. Which I didn't actually even talk about in the uh, <laughs> when when we were 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 we still like in the. Uh, the testing stages, right, Elizabeth? About it's a, a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I think we'll get there. Um, I have this vision of like trying to get explain to people about art and like about buying local art, and about how everything, all, all artwork, like there's like a story behind it, and that makes it more interesting. And I mean, to me, this one's you know there's a great story behind it, so. You know, which we, now we're talking about it more. We're going to probably have to go back and record it, re- record <laughs> we need to it go again. To Woody's. <laughs> um, but you know, I I grew up around the corner. I was there like, I think it was like my stop every night. That, you know, before I stopped drinking, I was like, you know, beer, pizza, you know, after work. Uh, and then me and Jen sp- went there a couple times. Uh, I think one of our, one of our first dates might have been over there, or on one of our first dates we might have at least stopped in for a cocktail. Um, so. She must have seen it at the end of January. Well, she yeah. has a good memory. Bought it. He bought it uh, for me for uh, Valentine's Day, uh, judging by the card that I had attached to the back. So. Well, that's the thing too. Like when you say about picking up original art, it doesn't have to be hugely expensive, and of course those weren't. They. Um, but if you're on somewhere like Instagram and you curate what you see, you're seeing all kinds of things, and artists respond when you reach yeah. out to them. And I, I just think there's so much original art that's accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, down here on the South Shore, tons of it. Yeah. With the there's so much access now to the internet in so many ways that um, you just keep an eye, and original art nobody else has it. Nobody else has those. Yeah. Only you. Yeah. And they're special to you. They mean something to the two of oh, you. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a um, great story. I mean, to me, the great story behind it added on top of the fact that good relationship with you. I've <laughs> known you for a long time, and you know, so it's like it's not only like the significance of where where what the art the subject matter is but like there's also a nice tie to the artist as well which mm. is, makes it even better uh, and it's fun for me the drawing every day when i'm out somewhere there's an immediacy and i really my goal isn't to chronicle my life but that has become a result right? yeah. so for 5 years now i have drawings of all kinds of events. I mean, I draw in the theater. I was drawing at Symphony Hall one year mm-hmm. when I my, took my daughter to see Amadeus, which was so great, right? So they showed the movie, and um, but the orchestra was playing all the Mozart yep. in right in front of it. Ooh, it was awesome. So, um, so I did a drawing of the orchestra and then mm-hmm. just the words Amadeus in there, and which they saw and they put into some brochure or something of theirs which was nice because it really captured that feeling of there mm-hmm. and I didn't do it from a photograph yep. later yeah um, and when I add color to those I never use a photograph later I draw I usually just draw with the ink when yep. I'm in place and then I'll add color later but I add the color out of my head for yep. how I want it to be yeah she had told me I remember this because she she said oh I tried to get get one of them and there you know she ended up get, giving me both and I just thought it told the cool story too. Like one was like a little less finished. I don't know what. And then the the second one, you know, very similar. Like colored in. So yeah. I like I I'm like I really like them to, together. I li- I like them together. I like that's nice of you to remind me. I have a record of every yeah. like, piece of art that I have put out there in the world that mm-hmm. somebody has. So somewhere I have a list of that. But it's a few years back. So. You getting pretty uh pretty 
good at photographing the artwork to post on Instagram, or is it just a quick uh, snap? I use my cell phone. I edit it on my phone. Um, so I'm not, I'm not doing anything, but those pictures are reasonable. And I actually, just the other day, there was something came up about, um, some company that was printing things on canvas and they were offering a free one. And of course shipping costs money. So, um, so I took one of my photos of a drawing I have that's four by six. So I'm Mm -hmm. doing some, a series of gouache paintings that are four by Mm -hmm. six and I have maybe 10 or 12 of them now. So one of them uh, especially struck me. So I just thought this is a free on canvas and it's 16 by 20. And I just wanted to see what the quality was. And that was an iPhone photo and it came out great. Yep. It printed up really well. Um, The colors were accurate. You know, you never know what the colors are completely Mm -hmm. accurate if you're doing it yourself because your screen is different than reality a little bit. But um, so... So I was pleased. So that's good enough. Funny you mentioned the uh, like the colors on the iPhone. So I wonder a little bit, you know, and since you have a history with North River and that jury show where you've gone from like jurying the original pieces where like everyone's walking by and they're doing the parade mm. to the actual, uh, you know, now everything's digital en- entries. Now, do you feel like it, with the digital entries, is there is that a, still a pretty solid, rep, you know, is it? you lose something because someone could hit click a filter or like the colors might just because not even intentionally how they photograph it sometimes colors are a little bit more vibrant or they're less vibrant which could be a good or a bad thing so i think the whole it's a double-edged sword um so a couple things um actually let me back up so when you're posting something digitally to a show, you're relying on the judges to take a good look and zoom in on yep. that image that you provided. So hopefully people are getting educated about how to provide um, an image that's a high enough resolution to let them really come in and yep. look at the brushwork or look at your strokes on there. Um, not everybody does, but and I don't think all jurors are spending that time. So let's say they did not spend that time. Um, I can't say if they are or aren't. I've mm. done, I've juried some shows online. I spend that time because yep. I think the artists deserve it. So well, sometimes the texture inside a painting, like you know, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's not like it, you know, because a paint, you know, painting is three dimensional. Even if it's layered layered on lightly, I mean, there's a there's a a third dimension to the, the and 3D the scale effect is that missing really too. It. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so yeah. So now you're looking at everything at a, at a so let's say you can't tell if a juror is going to look or not look in depth, but if they do not, yeah. um, you would want to have an image that had a really powerful design or maybe a little bit higher contrast. So when, when they're seeing a thumbnail, this mm-hmm. is my own take. I'm, yeah. Nobody's told me this. Yeah, this yeah. Is just my thinking. Yeah, so, no, I just asked because yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I, yeah. So your thumbnail should be uh, like strong visually right mm-hmm. off the bat. So if you, so I do think there's a disadvantage there for artists who paint more tonally mm-hmm. and their value range is much closer. Um, if the judges aren't looking at those images really closely, then they're going to pick mm-hmm. up on those nuances. And it reminded me of years ago, I went to a chowder festival at government center. So how does that relate? Might you think so? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, people are walking around trying 20 different chowders from local yep. restaurants and voting. Well, the chowder that has a, a taste that's it's got to stand out somehow yeah. like good chowder is good chowder right yeah but i mean so you're in but it had to make itself stand out so how was it going to do that i don't know you have to do the same thing when you're in a juried show mm-hmm. i think yep yeah, so 
more of a more of a statement. It's you know just interesting to think about because like you and like you said, I hadn't even thought of the scale thing. Now you get your somebody's looking at like a five by five, like a yeah. small painting, and you're looking at it in kind of the same eyes, the same scale as like a big thirty. Yeah, and then when you go like I did a show on the Cape uh, a few years ago um, with Mike Sleeper Mm -hmm. and Irina Roman, and we were the judges, and we judged uh, on our own, like you do, um, Mm. making our choices, and then whatever got the top votes showed up at the Cape, and the three of us went to choose the awards, and it was striking to me, like there was a painting of some peonies, and I thought that was a pretty decent painting, but when I got there, so I didn't noted the scale when I looked at it online, Mm -hmm. and it was large, it was two by three feet, and... um, Mm. You know that changed my impression of it. Yeah, um, actually for the better even. Yeah. Uh, so so that's so that's lost on the other side. So those things are I think that's can be a disadvantage, but the ad, the advantage is you get much wider participation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. From far and wide, and also artists don't have to frame things. Yep. No, I mean, I, so I've thought about that's one of the reasons why I've thought framing. about it. Actually, I think we're working on a blog. I think we actually have a blog post about that. Um, I think that obviously less people are framing things because they, you know, you know, not everybody has to drop off a framed piece to, you know, because right. they can just do it. To, so, you know, maybe we're losing that way. But I think we might gain in the sense that, like, you know, you got your piece in. So now instead of just like, you know, all right, I just need a frame on this. Now it's like, all right, well, this is the piece that's going into a show. So I think people might put a little bit more, right? You know, you know, a little bit more into it. You know, I like instead right. of, instead of just. I don't want to say cheaping out, but like just doing the bare minimum to meet the requirements. Now you know you got this piece into the show, so now it's like now I'm it's in. So now I want it presented as not, you know somebody might want to take it home. Yeah. So your big rush here for the North River Arts Festival is not. It's not as yes. Yeah, it's, it's not as it's, <laughs> it's not Mother's no, Day no, weekend. It's yeah, like, I think it's died down a little that. bit, but you know, which um, but that leads to another point too. When I you know now. The judge isn't taking into account the, the way it's framed because you, uh, just from experience, yeah. knowing uh, you know hanging these shows, sometimes I look at things and I'm like, wow, like like I think that this you know you see how this is framed, and if you if it was presented in front of a judge, I can't imagine that they you know it would lessen their opinion of it. You know, like sometimes, sometimes if something's really done <clears throat> really, or it's like, well, you can tell that this piece was painted. You know, a long time ago, just from the style of the frame. Or that the mat is it, not acid-free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, I mean, I guess everything has evolved to, to digital entries for mo- you know, a number of reasons. Yeah, and it's the way we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I think it's a positive overall, yeah. even though I think if you just looked at the amount of time I spoke, I think I talked negatives more than positives yeah. there. But um, okay. when we used to do the jury day in person was really interesting to hear what mm-hmm. the jurors sometimes said about they couldn't take their eyes sometimes off a bad frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean no, it, it would and then they weren't objective about the piece of art. Yeah, no, I think it can it. I think it can it can kill it and but I mean I think it also adds to the piece a, a quite a bit. It's always about the about the artwork. So we are going to talk about framing for my show, which is going to be kind of interesting. Nice. What do you, you have something special in mind? <laughs> I don't, somewhere, somewhere where I can, you know, come the show out. Is, <laughs> you, is the show in January? It's in December. December? So oh, nice. That's a good time for a show, right before right before the holidays? Yeah, so I've decided um, I'm going to organize the work um, by theme. Mm-hmm. 
So I do a lot of architectural, mm -hmm. and I'm not an architect, so I don't want people to misunderstand what I mean by that. But I love drawing the city. I love being mm -hmm. in the city and um, hanging out somewhere. Mm -hmm. And actually, this occurred to me. I was down in Bryant Park in New York a few years ago, and I was with my daughter, and I was hanging out drawing. And um, so oftentimes it's the angle of some buildings, the mm -hmm. way they cut into the sky. So I'll just sort of draw that as the top boundary of mm -hmm. whatever I'm drawing. And so you're drawing those angles, you're drawing those lines, and suddenly my pen will sort of make a little move because five stories up, and this, this struck me that day, I remember the day, mm -hmm. five stories up on some building in across Bryant Park from where I was sitting, there was a cornice or a molding mm -hmm. Uh, not the top floor, just five stories up. And there were probably more above. And I thought to myself, so this is a connection for me, which I love. I get emotional about mm -hmm. it. Somebody, 130 years ago, whenever it was, I don't know when it was, built that building and put some things up there on the wall that mm -hmm. nobody's going to see. But mm -hmm. I saw them. Yeah. Here in 2019 or whatever year it was, I saw it. And they did that for me, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or for whomever. And I mm -hmm. thought that aesthetic is so joyful to me. Yeah. So when I'm sitting drawing on Newbury Street or anywhere in Boston, I'm just just looking for details. At, yeah, and I, and you know, and I'm not looking for buildings that have that. I'm, I'm trying to capture a sense of what's happening around mm -hmm. me. So, so there's that boundary against the sky, and then there's all these. Every drawing I do looks like I'm at a mob scene, mm -hmm. even though I'm not, even through mm -hmm. COVID. But um, I just keep adding people as they come and go. Yep. And so, um, you know, you have that, you know, centuries-old thing up top, and then all that contemporary activity below. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I especially like your like the, the city scenes of yours. I like those a lot. I like mine. But I love I, uh, the cane. Just funny, the Cane's Donut. I know that uh, I think either my brother-in-law or my father-in-law, one of them I think has something of yours too because you have Rachel's husband. I think they, oh, I they have ice winter cream, painting. Ice cream. I think there's something ice cream related. Oh, there is. So, oh, so let me, so I'll talk about my painting group because this comes up with that. So, yeah. uh, so uh, um, many have heard, many of you have not heard. So there's a painting group that I'm involved in called girls just want to paint mm -hmm. and i think there are 10 of us and we've been together a long time 12 15 years and who and else is in that so, is nancy uh nancy was in it she took a break um oh. Paige rails backs there okay. kelly mcdonald i'm gonna forget somebody and people are gonna be upset yeah we'll Peggy add them Bruno, in <laughs> sally dean <laughs> tori brega yeah mary she and when going right down the list pam copeman you can probably find it online. Yes, I'm. I'm in, like hugely <laughs> embarrassed now. Uh, hey, I'm. I'm on the mic. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. This is nerve wracking. <laughs> a lot of pressure. When it comes you back, got Elizabeth to me, breathing just... down your throat over there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so every month, uh, one of us chooses a theme, mm -hmm. and we paint uh, our interpretation of that theme. Mm -hmm. um, and Paula Villanova. And um, so, and we do it on our own. Yep. We don't usually paint together. And then we have a blog called Girls Just Want to Paint. Mm -hmm. And then on the first of the month, so that's this Saturday, um, our interpretations of that theme come up. We post, mm -hmm. we post once a month, sometimes more if something's happening. Mm -hmm. So this month, for example, the theme is takeout. Yep. Uh, which is a theme I chose, which mm. people can, you can interpret it however you want, and all of idea. us will. So kind of like the theme sh art shows, right? Yeah, I like I like it. I so it's take out or take somebody out, or mm -hmm. so um, that blog girls just want to paint. You'll find ten interpretations of 
that theme. I think we're going to have to check that out. I don't <laughs> think I've been, you know, I knew about the group. I didn't realize there was a blog. Yeah, so we have a blog. And so when we pick the theme, so they were teasing me about this the other day because I have this thing about prepositions as a theme. So the one with the ice cream, mm. I chose the theme with. Yep. And I got a lot of eye rolls, which is... Oh, and we, we also meet then um, the first week of the month. We meet so you, together they, to they, critique they physically and get talk together. about nice. with the paintings. So I chose the theme with a few years ago. <laughs> it's like, what is with you? <laughs> so I did with sprinkles, and yeah. so that's the one that somebody in your family. Yeah, owns I think it's either John, it's, it's my either my brother-in-law or my father-in-law. And it might have been that my brother-in-law got it for the father, like because of their yeah. ties to the. You well, know, I've dairy also industry. chosen under and over, and the, yeah. I mean prepositions are great to paint. There's so many interesting <laughs> things. Mm -hmm. So, um, so this month it's what did I say? Takeout. Mm -hmm. No preposition there, but um, yeah, how did the group? How did the group form? Um, they formed. Uh, Kelly McDonald had the idea, so she's a artist who teaches at North River. Yep. Uh, she lives in Providence. Um, the group was together for a little while before they asked me to join, but I think I've been there like twelve years. So um, she had this idea that there could be a sort of a painting group that worked thematically, supported each other. Mm -hmm. um, also, I my jobs coming out of the box I wrote software for 20 years so I'm really deadline driven so yep. having a deadline every month is important to me yeah every day you have a deadline every day <laughs> oh, too yeah. that, one, that one is that's, that's yeah, but, that's, but now it's part of your life yeah, <laughs> it is part got, of my life that's a, that's a good habit to establish, you know. Like, all, you know, we all try to establish like daily rituals, daily habits. That's a, that's well, a great one to have. Yeah, and I um. So I don't do the drawing at the same time every day, and I don't feel pressured every day. I just know it's going to happen. So I have my materials with me every day, Carry and I, yeah. I find a little time to do something. And now that I'm retired, mm -hmm. uh, which is, I, I don't even know what that really means yet. Are you, um, so are you teaching paintings? paintings? Not right now. I'm really concentrating on that show uh, in mm -hmm. the fall, and uh, I mean in December. Because you've taught at North River for a number of years, too, because I know Chris used to rave about you. Well, that's nice of her. I, um, mm -hmm. I taught oil painting at North River for a long time, but um, at the same time I was becoming a teacher, a math mm -hmm. teacher yeah. at South Shore Charter. Mm -hmm. So... When I got certified to teach, and so I started as the math tutor in the school, and then I asked them about three or four years in, I asked the director, hey, if I went and got, because it didn't make sense to get paid by the hour, you know. So I thought, if I go get certified, would you want me to teach math, mm -hmm. and what would you want me for more hours and what grades? And she said, yes, please, in middle school. So for a couple of years, I hung on to the, I taught four days, I prepped for Friday, and I went and taught painting on mm -hmm. Friday. Um, <laughs> it was really arduous. Anyway, eventually, it's kind, my, of, a, it's kind <laughs> of a like two different like really like. I mean, do you, can you find a way to tie those together, math and uh, painting, or is uh, well, it, I can. So, yeah. um, so first of all, I was raised by um, an artist. My mother, Joanne Regan, mm -hmm. uh, was an artist, and her father was a chemical engineer. My grandfather was a chemical engineer from MIT. He died when I was ten months old, so I didn't know him. But when he retired, they lived in New York, and, and when he retired, I guess he went off secretly and took all these painting classes and then came forward. My mother was, you know, an artist at the time, and he came and said, look, there's another artist in the family. So to me, the way you, the sense that I have of, um, like, angles, proportions, the weight of things, symmetry, mm -hmm. like how to keep things balanced but asymmetrical, all of that ties in a lot to math. Yep. 
And I remember teaching at North River one time when Christine was in the class, and I was talking to them about perspective, right? So perspective can be super mathy, mm -hmm. but once you understand the few rules of it and you're not breaking those, um, you can be really successful with it without having it get too technical. But I remember explaining this to them, and I talked about parallel, so yep. they were with me with parallel, and then I used the word perpendicular. Yeah. They, they I think, it, I don't know if it was Chris or somebody, they're like, you have lost us, and we're yep. going to leave screaming from yep. the room. <laughs> so there's where I went too far with the math. Mm -hmm. but, I, but I really feel like students of mine who really get math like I say they have number sense yeah they understand like the feeling and the weight of numbers and that's the same with art like what's the feeling and the weight of what you're doing right there in that design or that piece they're all related yep. to me and I don't think it's just my brain yeah um so I came out of high school thinking I'm gonna go to college for math or art and I don't know which I really yep. didn't know so um my mother, the artist, said, I don't think this was a comment on my ability. I wasn't a painter then, I, but I like to draw. Yep. She said, go for math because no schmuck will have yeah. to support you. That's basically what she said. <laughs> and then, so I wrote software for a long time, and yep. I didn't make art. Um, although I took drawing classes every mm. semester in college. And I didn't really start making art till I was in my 30s. So. Yeah. Well, this is also, you know, I feel like I've taken a hiatus with kids, and, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll get back there, you know, someday. I was hopeful that maybe with, like, Maya, I'd, like, you know, she'd be doing a lot of painting and I could paint with her, but it doesn't seem to be happening yet. Not her thing, is she? Yeah, she's still, she's still, she, um, she's talented, I think, but she's just, like, very, like, yeah, you know, like, driven in other directions like doing like reading books and like right. doing math homework and stuff yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know how long my mother if she thought i was going to get involved in it or yeah. i mean there was no pressure on any of us yep. um she was a phenomenal painter and um there was no expectation in fact um i have a my brother chris who lives in marshfield shingle artist shingle artist yeah he's oh he's a, he just did um he was contracted by the it's a federal organization. I don't know if it, whoever runs Nosset Beach, yep. right? So um, they built new bathhouses, and he they contracted him to design the shingle art yep. for these new bathhouses. Which yeah, are, his stuff's great. Yeah, it's really probably cool. a lot of math goes into that <laughs> too, right? Figuring I don't know how, Well, he had a piece, he had a piece like standing up at North River years ago that yep. everybody and all these people walking by at the festival, including carpenters, were coming in and zero. They couldn't understand how. I mean, they could make shingle art, but they couldn't understand how he did it. Like, yep. he has a way of vision. He has that kind of brain where yep. he can visualize things. He does, like, like really interesting stuff. He's, I do not. Does he show his stuff anywhere? Or is it, like, he doesn't. I feel like I see pictures on Facebook of his, of his like, like, some projects every once in a while, maybe. Yeah, he has projects, but he wouldn't say he's he's not making art on a regular basis. So I, I don't want to put words in his head. I mean, he has a master's degree in sculpture from Cranbrook. So he, okay. you know, so he, he would consider himself as not sculpting at this time because mm -hmm. he isn't, you know, he is doing some projects. Um, but he's, uh, you know. So I, I don't want to speak for him. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Chris, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on here. We'll have him come in. Yeah, know. he's so interesting. And he's so he's talented. Yeah. And he never sits still. I mean, he just, um, like, he's, he's always, but, but they have a middle school uh, mm -hmm. son, so he's pretty busy with all that. Yeah, I'm sure. Football is happening now, which is really fun. No hockey? Uh, no, he plays other sports, but not a hockey player. Chris is a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, I know. Robert skated with I skated, skated with and against Chris for a couple of years. Um, yeah. yeah, so. Interesting. 
Well, so the the it, back to the uh, the girls just want to paint group. So you you guys actually do get together every once in a while. We get together every month. So we post on the first of the month, and then we meet during the first week of the month. So so our our blog post will we all, we all are administrators of yep. our blog. So we yep. all can go in and edit it and put our paintings in with a little blurb about what they mean. And whoever starts off the post schedules it uh, to. It's going to kick off at 1 or 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, a Saturday morning after Friday night. And um, and then we get together in the week and we bring our physical art with us and talk about it. Yeah, and that's not, like critiquing and, mm-hmm. get, you know, that's, I mean, I, I would imagine that there's a lot of benefit and a lot of, uh, you know, inspiration from get, getting that group together. Well, there's such a strong group. I'm still apologizing because I know I've missed somebody. I've had Jeannie McFarland. <laughs> yes. Yeah. didn't. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm embarrassed. Anyway. We're going to edit. We're going we're gonna to cut any of the, any, anyone's missing. We're, you know, we'll just have you come back. You'll record to say their name. We'll, it, Scott, um, we'll make Scott edit it in there one way or the other. So everybody in the group is really such a strong painter and mm. very different. Yep. So we're all really different uh, from one another. So there's different approaches, uh, which I think is valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there's some, definitely some. to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the, just the names you, you're, you're ringing off, you got a strong group. I I have one of Kelly. Kelly McDonald's is the uh, the sapphire bottle that we were, we were oh, shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was my. I I have a painting of Kelly's that I bought from Duxbury show, and it was like after I stopped drinking. Yeah. It was you know a bottle of sapphire. Congratulations which was my, which on was, that. By oh, way. it's like ten plus. It's like a you know, It's like you. my. It's like my vegan diet. It's like now. It's like just part of my personality now. But it, that was like I I saw that one and we were recording about this as well. It's like the significance of that painting. It's like a really. It's a you know like a really strong painting, but like. When I saw it, I remember like it was like when I was still fighting it, and like, but I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the last bottle of sapphire I ever buy, and it's it's a little painting that I have hanging up. Nice. And, and there's no temptation or anything left in my in my, but I have that painting, and it's a great painting, little, but it kind of has like another like significance. I like how you say that. So the the works that you have, I mean, some people will look at a piece of art and say, oh, that's pretty. Well, you know, we live in a pretty place, so there's lots of things that are pretty. Mm-hmm. which is fine and fill your house with those um but i i would say almost everything that i have and i have a i mean my house is not filled with yeah, who's, my art. whose art do you have so i my <laughs> there, everyone in the groups do you have a <laughs> i i almost have everybody in the group so i i um i have art by people i don't know that i found online i have mm-hmm. a, my mother's art um i have some of her what we my brothers and i call dead guy art because she mm-hmm. had a big collection mm-hmm. um but so i'm thinking right now in my kitchen so I have this painting Tori Brega did. We had her up on, we go to Monhegan Island mm-hmm. every summer, my family and I. And Tori was up there with us and did a painting, which is actually of us, sort of. There's a tradition on Monhegan Island, which is 10 miles off the coast of Maine, mm-hmm. <clears throat> for those who don't know, no cars. So there's a tradition when the ferry leaves to take people away, sometimes people jump off the dock. And it's cold, mm-hmm. and it's... If the tide is down, it's a 20-foot drop, you know. And so people will jump, and people cheer them on, and people on the ferry are cheering. So um, so we were there for some people jumping. I didn't jump, but Tori <laughs> did a painting. So her painting's in my kitchen. I have, um, I have this painting I love by this guy named Dwayne Kaiser, who's in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. he's actually the originator of the painting a day okay. sort of... Um, 
model. Yep. Which he's probably been doing for 20 years. And I remember yep. reading about him. He was in the Wall Street Journal. I mean, he's a great painter. Um, I have a small painting that he did. So he painted something every day. The gallery thing wasn't working for him, as he said. Mm -hmm. So he just started painting every day. He got a little following. He put them out on eBay. Yeah. I think he's some interesting things. Interesting are. I remember seeing a show in uh, Provincetown, and it was a guy who did, uh, you know, paintings of like the moon every night. Yeah. Wow. For a year. I don't know if he. Did, I don't think it was an everyday. I mean, it might have just been a year. But like, there's some significance to that too, because like people are tied into dates as well. You know, so like you know, you know, somebody somebody's birthday or mm -hmm. here's that you know scene. I know that my friend Michael has. He does a. He paints every day. He, he gets the, the the sunrise, and there's some significance. People want certain dates as well. They do. They yeah. um, number and numbers and dates. Like there's always the, those are always. Uh, yeah, he did a thing years ago, uh, which I thought was interesting. He had this Dwayne Kaiser. So he had, he would occasionally, um, I think I'm talking 18 years ago. Yeah. So he would have these scraps of whatever his painting surface was, and like a board, and he called them odd months, right? So French for scrap, I guess. Yeah. And so occasionally those would go out there, and the first person who wanted it could have it. <clears throat> but then he decided... Speaking of dates, he said, I'm going to do a year of odd months. Mm -hmm. You can buy one in advance. Just pick a number. Mm -hmm. So you didn't know what you were going to get. You just picked a number. And yep. the day that of the 365 that he painted that, it came yep. to you. So I did. I bought one. Yeah. Uh, sight unseen, I think on my husband's birthday yep. uh, date. And yep. so I have this. It's probably an inch by two and a half inches of a peanut in a shell, half-shelled kind yep. of thing. It's beautiful. I mean, it's yeah, so I mean, it was it was worth the risk. The cost was reasonable, so yep. I thought I, it was like I'd take the risk. So. Yeah, would you say most of the pieces that you have in the house are like there's a, a story behind them? Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's that's what I want this video series that we're trying. You know, we're gonna start at my house. Maybe we'll hit you up and we'll come by and That'll visit you awesome. at some point. Yeah. I kind of in my mind have this you know this thing of kind of just talking to people and getting the stories behind it to kind of. Because I feel like some people are intimidated by art, which, and, and like, there's stories behind everything, too. Well, like, how do you know you're getting, this is what I think paralyzes people. How do you know you're getting something that's good? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a question. Yeah, no, yeah, and I think that sometimes people are intimidated because they don't want to, it's like a deer in the headlights, right? So they, like, they're concerned, they, they like it, but they don't know why they like it. So I think sometimes talking to people and, like, getting to know the, the artist or, like, having that relationship you know, they is important and helps people want to buy things, but I think that they're just nervous. Like, right. And they don't want to be made fun of or, like, they don't <laughs> want to be, like, you know. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a bond here that could be created. This just occurred to me. Yeah. Like you, so everybody out there, you go, you find yourself a friend who knows something about art and yeah. just ask them their opinion. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't, and specifically, you know, about the design, well, you know, do you need to have a friend that way? Is it a service you offer, mm. Dave? Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, know? no, yeah, maybe maybe it is. I mean, I you know, so I'm, no, I don't like to dictate to people what they should have and Me what they either. shouldn't because I think that everybody has different tastes and I think that there's, there's good art, there's, you know, in my opinion, but my, you know, it's so, when people come in and they ask about opinions on frames, I mean, it's like, there's like 
a hundred different options that are all right. You know? yeah. But but they're it's so subjective, right? Like there's like this might have looked good with a white frame and done like very contemporary, you know? Like I I just like the way that one worked. There's like so many right answers. I mean, there's certainly wrong answers, right? I feel like there's too many choices for me, yeah, personally, which is why I love your staff here who have good ideas. Yeah. Um, and then if somebody offers me five ideas, which often will happen, then mm -hmm. I can say which ones I don't or do want. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, sometimes it's easier to narrow it down by eliminating, too. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't mean you would offer a service to say to somebody, don't <laughs> buy that painting. But you might say, look how strong that design yeah. is. Or, um, Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I I think at this point I've seen so much art and I, like, you know, I know what, like, what I like and sometimes it's just a matter of like all right well you know there's certain artists whose stuff I want you know mm. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna have some more of uh, your paintings at some point <laughs> right, but we'll you see. know like it's about the the right one hitting me and in seeing seeing the you know seeing the work and then just buying it because I have I have some in my mind like ones that I feel like at the time I saw and like at the time I couldn't really like justify paying for it now it's like Jesus. I wish I had bought that. Yeah. Right. Well, there's there's, also, that... there's ways to take a risk. Like let's say you're somebody who doesn't have a lot of original art, or you feel uncertain, and, and people will say, "Well, buy what you like," but it's kind of hard to know, mm -hmm. you know, if you're new at it. Um, there are opportunities here on the South Shore a lot. Like again, about the North River Arts Festival, there's an art in the barn concept yep. there. So artists put in, I think, up to 20 pieces. The prices are all under $200, but the bulk of the prices are under $50. Yeah. And so you can take a risk for $40 on something that appeals to you. Yeah. And then, and then you bring, it's $40. And you're yeah. helping an artist. You help the organization. You have some original art. You know, you bring it home, and that's a start. Yeah. And that's where the risk. Well, Chris had a has a great thing she's always talked about with, like, framing. And I think the same applies towards, uh, you know, towards buying artwork as well it's like people sometimes are they block at a price and then it's like but they wouldn't block at that same price if it was what what the dinner was costing exactly them, and that dinner's gone yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. it, that you know that that experience is over yeah. in a short <laughs> period of time you know like if you were thinking about a you know having a meal and it's costing like you know two hundred dollars and that's gone forever after that night. You know, I mean, you might have a nice, you know, it might have had a, a significant memory from that, you know, that mm -hmm. night or it might have been uh, an anniversary or something. But, like, that's gone. I mean, a piece of artwork you carry with you for the... Yeah, I um, I traveled a lot in my 20s, and now we've had COVID, but I we've Steve and I have had a chance to take our daughter when she was younger. I buy a piece of art um, every time I travel, mm -hmm. that, yeah. which is what you're saying about having the stories. Yeah. And I'm not going into a gallery to buy a piece of art. I yeah. mean, there's art on the street. I, so I have a beautiful primitive painting of a boat that I bought mm -hmm. from a guy on the street uh, who painted it on a, a piece of driftwood. Yeah. I mean, and I have these beautiful carved um birds mm -hmm. uh, you, when i was in my 20s my mother and i and a friend of hers went to jamaica and this uh we weren't in a resort mm -hmm. <clears throat> we were sort of on the main drag which wasn't really that safe i think for <laughs> yeah, looking back three women wasn't. from new england <laughs> yeah. so um but, <laughs> but there was the house you survived <laughs> we hey, hey. well there was a couple uh, may and lenard who i was in my 20s i don't know how old they were but they she cooked our meals in this little house and he hung out every evening and turned out he would play dominoes with us and turns out he sort of slept in this shed oops mm -hmm. on the yeah. property Keep going. So I have two birds yeah. that he carved out of driftwood, mm -hmm. which are yeah. 
really beautiful. So and there and I think he was functionally illiterate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, so the, I looked at them again the other day. I was dusting them off, and um, one my mother had one, I had the other, but she's deceased now, so the birds are back together. So mm-hmm. the bottom of one has him, how he had written his name with yep. the ability that he had, because education wasn't a priority, you yep. know. So it was interesting. The, yeah, the trips are a good way to, uh, you know, have a, a significance to it. I, I was getting, I was t- buying a piece every year. After I hung North River, you oh, know, yeah. Well, I mean, I get that. I, yeah, I saw him talking to Mike Sleeper about this a while back, and it's like, because he, he was kind of in the, he was early on. It, he got an early view too, because he would always light it. Right. But, uh, we after hanging it, you know, I mean, one, you're getting a, you know, I'm looking at all the pieces like kind of closely because you're trying to make sure that you do a you really know, nice job. You're trying to make sure that certain, you know, I mean, it's tricky. I mean, that's a, a challenging so job. Hard, you know, yeah. and Mary would, and you never. You know, there's always an adjustment that a different set of eyes, you know, comes in and says, "Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, but you're, you know, you're looking at everything, and you got a, uh, you got a preview kind of uh, before anybody else gets to show up." Well, and, I uh, think volunteerism it. has its perks. benefits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that certainly is one. And you're, I mean, yeah, good for you. Well, I also thought it was a nice way to, you know, I wanted to make a point to buy a piece from. The festival because buying that art and supporting the organization also i don't think i didn't buy one this year but yeah i don't yeah it was nice to be back this year i love well you i know as you know because i remember years ago i took that picture of you and maya walking down the yellow yep. line yep. together you know now what is she 12 13 13 yep. holy cow anyway so <laughs> she was walking she was probably a little over a year <clears throat> um but i paint out on the street both days all day yep. long which i love and how do they pick do. the artists to do that? Or is it just whoever? It's a volunteer it, thing. It's, it, and so you, you just show up and paint? Yeah, Nancy Howell sends out a call, and mm-hmm. people just show up. But I, I just, I like to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so other people pick times. So, oh, yeah, completely. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I've probably completed a painting, like, I don't know how many times. Not many. But, um, mm-hmm. but I love especially talking to the kids and the way I paint. So kids, will, you know, somebody will come by and my painting never looks like anything at the start. You know, yeah. some people's do, mine don't. And so they, you know, they smile and nod. But then I will say to the kids, especially ones who ask me interesting questions, come back in a half an hour. Or come back and go to the end, get your hot dog, come back this yeah. way. And um, sometimes I let them paint on my canvas if, if I... Collaboration. Yeah, well, you know, I taught middle school for a long time, so I know how to choose wisely. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I know which student to choose somehow, based, just based on what they ask me. Yep. And um, so I'll... And I remember one time I let a girl do this, and her parents were behind me just making faces. No, like, not because they thought she was going to wreck it. And I said, so I'm putting all these people in. What color do you think? And she was wearing purple, head to toe. This yeah. girl, she was probably nine. So you had a pretty good feeling that yeah, she I'm might like, pick purple. Yeah, I'm like, what color do you think that person should be wearing? She's like, how about purple? That's a very <laughs> good choice. <laughs> so I left her person. She painted a person's, what they were wearing and a couple other things. And I left those there, whether it yeah. was what I would have chosen or not. So, mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. Which was pretty awesome because their kids are great. I'm yes, good. So, yes, I got plenty. I'm sure, I'm sure. I feel been, like I've been talking a lot. No, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, this whole, uh, you know, the whole idea with the podcast, you know, one, I think, you know, bringing some artists out and like getting you know i think people also like it, another thing as far as like buying artwork like people getting a little background from artists and like getting to know them mm-hmm. i think this is a nice way to get people to like kind of get you know 
not that you're not the you know a very well known on the South Shore, but some people might have heard of you, they might have seen your work, but then getting to hear a little bit about your background, mm. and, you know, like oh, you know, I'm <laughs> sure that there's people that like you know, they know you as Jody the math teacher and don't even know that uh, they don't know. So at the Char- South Shore Charter School, where I, I you know, this past tense thing is hard, but where I yep. taught, right? Yep. <clears throat> Um, every content teacher, so every teacher also teaches what's called project because the school uh, has an emphasis on project-based learning. Mm-hmm. So I taught an art project, which was a couple of hours a week, mm-hmm. and um, which I love doing. And all of the students at our school, and you can attest to this, starting in kindergarten, uh, make a presentation yep. out of their project. It's called an exhibition of mastery. So mine were all about art. So as a result, the students that come out of that school are great the, public speakers. Yes, yeah. I feel like both my kids are very. Yeah. My, ki- you know, our daughter completely at ease. Yep. And when there's an open house at the school, which I think they usually is one in November, and another one in January, mm-hmm. it's it's students who are 11, 12, 13 who are leading yep. groups I rem- around. I remember the uh, the t- the tours. It was like you know these are little you know little people that are very capable and not yeah. intimidated to talk to you um, so when was the first time you spoke like to an audience do you remember i i, uh, I don't know but i still uh, into in an audience i think i remember getting up in front of a classroom even when i like when i did my uh half a semester at college and remember having to speak and still getting nervous i'm not i've mm. gone and i've spoken um even about framing and it's i'm still i'm like you know this is a subject i know like like the back of my hands i mean 30 years now i remember doing a talk over about framing at uh social arts center and it's still like you know nerve-wracking yeah i think i did it i think uh, if i seventh grade which mm -hmm. is Holy cow, so much is happening in seventh grade yeah. <laughs> you know, as an individual anyway. And then to have you get up in front of everybody and speak, it's, it was it's uh, challenging. hard. But then, And then when I wrote software, uh, which I did for a long time, um, we had a user's conference where we would need to get up in front of potentially a thousand people, depends mm-hmm. how many people came, and talk about um, the project we were working on. And I was terrified. I was in my... How old was I? In my early 30s, maybe. And that was terrifying to me. But then once I found art and started teaching, now I'm just off the cuff. Yeah, but now these you're in front kids, of... But your kids and my kid, they've got it down. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great, I think, a great tool and a benefit. I mean, being able to communicate is so important. You know? So we would do, we used to make things at school for the auction. So I would have my art kids make yep. things. And um, so there's these things that they've made over the years. I always would use the school logo yep. in the art. So there's different pieces of art. We might have framed one or two of those. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we ended this year, um, one of the teachers who was in charge of the library asked me if my art project would like to make a mural for the library about cultural diversity. Mm. So um, I, well, it's student-driven, so I asked them and they agreed. So uh, we did. We made a big mural. We divided it um, into, well, we talked about what that meant, Mm. and they decided there's all kinds of diversity, so we made the mural into four quadrants. So there's four three-by-three-foot canvases, so Mm. it's a six-by-six square, and it was supposed to go in the library. I didn't want it on the wall because Mm -hmm. if they reconfigured, it would be gone. Yep. Um, So we did it on canvas. and they (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, they're working so hard. I'm like, go away. Yeah, when when you can easily just put it on a panel (laughs) and hang it. So now it's hanging uh, behind the front desk because they loved it so much. So that's super great for these kids, Mm -hmm. um, seventh and eighth. So those 
seventh graders are still there and they get to see their work every day, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So I and I have I made a vow. I did the same when I taught painting. Mm -hmm. um, I've never um, touched my brush to somebody's canvas. Mm -hmm. Not theirs, the kids, not a mm -hmm. student. I yeah. just won't do it. Um, my reason being, uh, when I started painting, I was my mother's student. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I grew up in Canton. Mm -hmm. She had a studio there. So as a 30-year-old, when I moved back to Massachusetts from D.C., I said, hey, I want to take painting classes with you. So I was one of her regular students, except she made me dinner. But I yeah. took the trash <laughs> out. So, um, the, and then I had these paintings I did of these still lifes and things. And I would hang some of them around. And over the years, people, whoever saw them, would always say, I love that passage right there. Mm -hmm. And it was always the place that she touched. Because mm -hmm. she would touch, you know, she would yep. do a little, every single time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was resolved. Yeah. <laughs> never to touch a canvas because yeah. I just didn't want to hear that anymore Yeah, because <laughs> of course it was she was amazing yeah you don't want to steal anyone's thunder <laughs> well we when we do this podcast we've started a new tradition we wrap them up and we ask where we've been asking everyone who's joining us um, about you know, wh wh how do we put it Elizabeth if, you know, their favorite piece in their house or one of, or just to tell us about one of their favorite pieces that they have at their uh yeah. have framed it hanging at their house Oof. to try to get the story behind it and you know then we ask them to send us a picture of it so we can uh oh, so the, the people listening or watching can get a uh, visual of it as well can i have two you can have as many as you want you can tell i mean we're gonna actually go to your house at some point once i get my once i get my plan of like telling the stories behind uh artwork on the wall we're gonna all right so i'll tell you so i uh so two so um in this big victorian house where i grew up you know it had the back-to-back -back living rooms yep. with these marble fireplaces so when my mother, my mother did portraits of all of us, yep. uh, many in pastel. So um, she had a framer in Boston. Um, I would go with her when I was a kid, and I think it, it was, I just, it was in Back Bay somewhere. I think Copley Place is on Guido. top of it now. Frames, frames by Guido? No, it was no, like Back, I don't know, it was, it was like a palace of when you walked in. I remember there was a Alien train track Steel. right behind it. No, all, like gilt and statuary mm. i mean it was an amazing phenomenal place so she mm. bought these two great big huge gold frames and for some reason over the mantle there was a portrait of me at mm. about i'm the only girl out of four kids uh five kids and there was me at maybe eight forgetting years old forgetting some of the artists <laughs> now you're forgetting siblings <laughs> well no i'll tell you why and then there was my brother kevin so and kevin was like um you know, energy that couldn't be contained. So I can't believe, and these were from life. Like, so I, so when we were dividing up all my mother's things, uh, we had furniture day and dish day and book day and painting day, cause there was just so many things. So we just, um, my brother Kevin passed away in his thirties unexpectedly. So of my four brothers, that one who had been on the wall with me forever yeah. was deceased. And those paintings were down. They'd been down for the last decade. They were tucked away somewhere, mm -hmm. unlike, but I knew where it was. Mm -hmm. So when it was my turn, I went and dug up on the third floor of the house behind the knee wall, and I found the one of Kevin. I didn't yeah. care about the one of me. Yeah. So uh, my brothers are like, oh, that's a cool choice. Yeah. And I said, any one of you can have the painting of me. <laughs> and they were like, no, you take it, which I knew they would. So now I have them, so, but I brought them in here. Mm -hmm. So they're in these ornate gold, you know, 1910 frames. And um, so I brought them in here to you guys. You took them apart. You 
put all the correct like backing yep. so they're more archival museum glass yep. so you updated them for me so they're still hanging side by side uh, in my house that does not have giant marble fireplaces yep. but so that makes me happy so that's one so then the other one is um, <clears throat> So I had always loved this artist, uh, Chip Chadbourne. So mm -hmm. Alfred Chadbourne, he's deceased. He died in, uh, I don't know, in 1990. But he was one of the famous artist school in New York that used to put out these classes. And his work is amazing. And when Steve and I got married, I was 35, and we had a house. And so um, well, my maid of honor said, you know, like, like, you know, gift, what do you think? And my mother was smart. She said to them when they asked her, She'd love a Chip Chadbourne painting. Mm -hmm. So they made a gift certificate up, and this was back in the early 90s. They made up a gift certificate, and they called him. And when Steve and I were in Maine, I called him. I didn't meet him. I had met him before, but we drove up to Blue Hill, Maine, and we picked out one of his paintings um, from this gallery way up there. Mm -hmm. So it's like 14 inches square. It's just astounding. It's yeah. A, it's amazing. I'm so thrilled we have it. So. Is it hanging in a pretty prominent place, or...? Or is it well, a, we're a, repainting things in our house, so it's probably stuck behind a chair <laughs> at the moment because yeah. it came down off the wall. And then this is a future project. Nice. Ready? It's in um, a scrunchie. I don't know why, but <laughs> so I, like, I can tell you right now, I are like I, the, the tattered edges and the and tape. Looks, I know that this is going to have some serious character, and I'm excited about it. So one of my brothers uh, still lives in. Well, two of my brothers live in Canton, and one of them we were at his house a few weeks ago, and he gave me this. I can hold it up. So it's a pencil drawing, a charcoal, I guess, of my, of me. Oh, I can hold it over there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And my, um, the brother, this is my brother Jamie, who's mm -hmm. the youngest. Um, and we were sitting on the floor, obviously watching TV. Yep. So she, um, so I, so I'm going to have you guys like mount it and do something to preserve it for me. But, um. I feel like you should do something and like keep those tattered edges. I feel like that's so maybe. much character so to, to talk about it. So, <laughs> I mean, but I thought to myself, she had, I mean, this was a traditional family mm -hmm. of, we grew up in the sixties and, yep. um. You know, five kids really close together, yep. Irish Catholic family, um, with dad who worked all the time but didn't do a lot of childcare. Yep. And I thought she she still made art. Like, how the heck yep. did that ever happen? So she did, and um, which is really impressive to me. So he found that among his many things, and um, so I'm gonna. That was, and I don't, and I kind of said to him, "Don't you want it? It's got you in yeah. it." But he has enough, so he's decided to pass it on. It's come to me. Well, Jody, it's been a pleasure having you come in. Um, if anybody wants to see your your work, Jody paints on Instagram. Jody paints on Instagram. Yeah. And then the uh, the girls just want to paint, and that's just girlsjustwantapaint.com, or is that? Uh, it's a blog. So if you just look up blog, girls just want to paint, mm -hmm. just wanna with an a, like. Girls just want to have fun, kind yeah. of thing, and then oh, that's um, where that comes from, huh? I don't know. Like I said, I joined a couple of years later, so I'm not sure where it you came didn't from. Get, you didn't get. To, you weren't part of the, you know, the, the, the yeah. coming up with the name. That's what we got to come up with. There's a name you for this series name. of uh, know, of, yeah. of talking about like the stories behind the paintings. I have like these crazy ideas in my mind, and you know, like you know, the story behind it, and like start by like with with the painting, the back of it. I don't know. I'm trying to try. Yeah. There's so many clever, I don't know, I mean, I can think too, and you can, 
just you don't even have to answer me if I send you ideas. I you feel can free send to me whatever you them. want. Uh, <laughs> we already have our we have our, we already have our first person lined up after after we nail this at my house. We're coming to Jody's house <laughs> to get the look, stories by well, some of her parents. I mean, but I'm totally on board with you. Like art that has a story, and the story uh, can just be where you were when it, yeah. it crossed your path. You no, know, and I think that's a great way, you know. And, Hopefully we inspire some people when they go on vacation because I've also heard when people are on vacation they spend a little bit freer. Mm -hmm. That you know that's a you know a good from an artist's perspective who sells you know that's probably in thinking yeah. about it it's probably why a lot of places on the uh, vineyard and Nantucket I mean not to mention people are you know well off over there but some of these like destinations spots and that you might not be there again and yep. and it and a painting isn't going to gather dust the same way a knickknack will yep you know and it doesn't take up any shelf space so and <laughs> you know i and, don't have any of that <laughs> and you can get a painting is and you have it for life not like a dinner yeah not that not that going out to dinner isn't a good idea as well yeah and, the, and i'm so you and i sitting here talking about people acquiring you know, original art. It, it, I mean, it's not just self-promotional because you are framing and I'm making original yep. art. I, I, before I was an artist, um, I understood the value of collecting original yep. art. I've never had um, prints of anything hanging in the house because, I mean, I just, I, I, I grew up around yep. it. It feels right to me. And yeah, it's no, exciting. And I, you know, and I think people. This is like part of my whole vision with this, like the website that we're working on and the podcast i think like just bringing it into people's attention and like having them like realize that buying original art it, like anything you're supporting local artists you know like making things more things are more beautiful like everything like that yeah and you buy things that f feel right to you yeah I, I i've never been somebody who knows enough to say i'm gonna buy that because it's an investment i don't want something hanging in my house that i oh, you don't, don't like you want to lock up <laughs> yeah no it's <laughs> Um, so, all right. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having what you in. And, and I think Elizabeth, that I think we went on for a while, and <laughs> I think we maybe I think we could probably have you come back. So, <laughs> this is uh, you know Jody Regan uh, on the podcast. Girls just want to paint blog and uh, the you know the Jody paints on Instagram. Yeah. I would highly suggest checking her stuff out. And you'll see a drawing every day. And I think we'll uh, certainly have something to talk with Jody about down the road. So we'll All have right. her back. So this is Thanks. episode one with Jody. <laughs> Thanks. All Great right. Thanks for you. listening. See ya.